Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. Happy to have you here with us today. Also happy to have coming back to talk about taxes, and the timing could not be better. We have Kimberly Washington. She's a tax expert with Forbes Advisor. Kimberly, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for always inviting me back and providing some good information to your listening audience. I really appreciate it. Oh, boy, we do, too. And we've got about a month now until the tax deadline. But I want to start by asking you about taxes. Let's go back to even 2020. So many things have changed, but some things are also not getting done. You're telling me about people having to wait on taxes from 2020? Right. So that's millions of people still waiting for tax refunds or tax returns to be processed for the year 2020. And so, of course, they're feeling a little bit discouraged. But one of the things that I would share for those people is that, number one, of course, we know that the IRS does have a backlog. They are taking some steps in place right now to try to deal with the backlog. They're hiring more personnel to help with these tax returns. But as much as you can, try to be patient. Continue to check IRS.gov. There's a tool on the website you can use, where's my refund, if you expect a refund. If you're just waiting for the IRS to process a tax return, maybe you owe, create an online account. So you can just kind of monitor what's happening with your tax return right now. So those are some of the things that you want to do at this time. All right, talking 2020 at that point, I guess this also means 2021, anything anybody is getting, that's not going to happen very quickly, is it? Right. So it really does depend. I always say the best way to go about it, especially when you think about the backlog of tax returns, they're mainly paper tax returns. So when you head into this tax season, do your best. If you can't avoid paper tax returns, file electronically. That's going to be the fastest way to receive your refund, the fastest way for the IRS to process your tax return. So that's the first initial steps you want to take. You want to make certain if you're expecting a refund, choose direct deposit. Remember, that's a free option where the money comes directly to your bank account. You don't want to be waiting for the IRS to mail you a check at this time. So those are some small steps you can take right now. Okay, and those are great steps. Um, I I don't think they're very small (laughs) at all with everybody just kind of in this motion right now with the tax season. Um, A couple of questions we've received that I want to throw your way. And and I know these are coming directly from our listeners based on where we are right now with the tax season. Um, What about the child independent care credit? What is happening with it for the 2021 tax season? Right. So for 2021 only, there's a huge increase as it relates to the child independent care credit. So this is money that maybe you paid a babysitter, a nanny, someone to watch your kids. Generally, there are some exceptions to the rule. You can actually take it as a credit on your tax return. But the cool thing this year for 2021, you can claim more expenses up to $8,000, of course, if you have one child, up to $16,000 if you have two or more. So that's the amount of expenses you can claim, but the amount of the credit that can reduce your taxes or actually put money back into your pocket it's maxed out at $8,000. So that can be a big help for some family who's listening and saying, okay, I paid a lot of money as it relates to child care credit, child care rather, dependent care credit this year. So you wanna keep that in mind. Oh, that's great, okay. Another question for you is about the earned income tax credit. And this is also different this year. 
It is different. One of the biggest changes, we know that the earned income tax credit helps families, of course, working families with children. Many people may not know it's also available to families who do not have kids. So if you're your spouse or yourself, if you make under a certain income level, you may qualify for this credit. The cool thing this year for 2021 is that if you don't have kids, it actually increased from 2020 at about $500 to 2021, about $1,500. So that's gonna be a big amount that can really help, of course, a family that may be in need as it relates to everything that's going on right now. Of course, the increased costs with everything going on, the rising yes. prices, rent, everything, you name it has gone up. So hopefully this could be some way that can help you. One other thing I wanna ask you, and I know we haven't talked about this in the past when we've had our other episodes on taxes. What about people maybe taking care of their parents or elderly uh, folks in their family, is there some kind of credit or anything like that for those people? So it really does depend. Actually, the credit that we're speaking of has an opportunity for families if they're taking care of an adult, and if that adult maybe is unable to care for themselves, you that person may qualify for the credit. So there are some exceptions to the rule. So you definitely want to talk to a tax professional and see whether or not your parent or whatever, maybe you have another adult within your household that that person may qualify. There's even some leniency when it comes to maybe a spouse who's not able to take care of themselves. So that is something to keep in mind. Okay, thank you. I know I just kind of threw that one at you there. And it's, okay. <laughs> it's really not something we talk about that often. But now I want to get back to the questions from our listeners. Uh, we've got a, <laughs> this is a good one. How about that third stimulus payment? Are we going to owe taxes on it? The answer is no. You will not owe any taxes on your stimulus payments. One of the things you do want to keep in mind, of course, that maybe if you receive the partial amount or maybe if you miss the stimulus payment altogether, when you file your tax return this year, you're able to claim that additional amount or the full amount up to $1,400. So you do want to keep that in mind, not only for yourself, but maybe a spouse or a dependent. So that could also be a great tax break for someone who's listening right now. Absolutely. And I know people that did not receive that third one. Is there still a way to get it? Yes, definitely. They're going to use a tool. It's called a recovery rebate tax credit. So they'll complete that worksheet, put all of the information on a worksheet. Of course, if you're using a tax software, it's going to walk you through the process, but you're basically telling the software, hey, I didn't receive it, or I only received a partial amount, and they'll calculate that additional amount for you. Okay, so that's good to know. And what about any taxes you might have to pay on the child tax credit payments? That's another question we received. Right, you don't have to pay any taxes. It get a little uh, icky, I would say, with the child tax credit. And the reason why I say that, because typically, of course, if you did receive the money in 2021, those advanced payments, usually when you file your tax return this year, you may qualify for more money. However, there may be some instances where maybe you received that money last year, but you no longer qualify. And that could be maybe your child is no longer your dependent or another parent is now claiming that child. So many different reasons. One of the things that you can do, of course, you have to be aware of rather is that you may have to pay that money back when you file your taxes this year. But there is a caveat with the IRS. That's why I say it gets icky because they have a rule. The IRS doesn't say that if you fall under a certain income threshold and even though you may need to pay this money back, we're going to give you like a get out of jail free card and you don't <laughs> have to pay this money back. 
if you make under a certain income threshold. So that's another one. Sit down, talk to a tax professional and say, hey, what's going on with this child tax credit? But for most people, they will not need to pay it back. They'll just report what they receive and determine whether or not they qualify for more. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a heavy one right there. Thanks for heavy lifting on that. Um, here's another one. Um, a home office deduction. Now, this question came because many people were forced to work at home. Um, you know, I work at home normally, but other people were forced to work at home. So the question came, because I had to work from home, do I get a home office deduction? So I'm just going to say it depends, right? And let me <laughs> right. tell you what. So I'm going to do two categories. If you're working at home for an employee, so you're a W-2 worker for an employee, you cannot take the deduction on your tax return. But if you're working at home and you're a freelancer, a 1099 worker, you're receiving self-employed income, then now that home office becomes deductible. And so we know that even in this time, we may have someone who is an employee and also have a side gig, then they may qualify. So that's the thing you have to keep in mind. But if you're only working from home for an employer, it's not tax deductible. Okay, well, that one's pretty cut and dry. So thanks. <laughs> um, another great question from our listeners, money sent via, you know, the, the digital age now with either Venmo or PayPal, something like that. The question came in, is that money that was sent to me going to be taxable? So again, it depends on why it was sent to you, right? And so if you're someone who's a self-employed person and maybe your client paid you via PayPal for services, that amount is still going to be taxable. That doesn't change. But let's say, for instance, if a friend sent you money, maybe because you guys went out to eat last night and you had to split the bill 50-50 and she's just sending you her portion, then it's not considered taxable and you don't have to report it. So the rule doesn't change as it relates to what's taxable or not, but what changes this year is that now these companies such as PayPal, they now need to report to the IRS that, hey, this person has received this amount of money using our platform. Oh, wow. So this is new this year. So definitely something to take a look at if you're getting money in these matters. And Venmo, PayPal, especially are the hot ones. I, I think that's right. Right, right. Especially and the biggest thing, of course, keep in mind that why it's a new rule that would IRS actually just increase the amount that these platforms now need to report. But the reporting itself was there before, but now more people will fall under that umbrella. Okay, very good. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, talking about filing a uh, paper return, and I, I can <laughs> I can see your face. Um, the person that asked this question wanted to know: Is a paper return faster and easier? Um, <laughs> definitely not faster, right? But there are some instances where you may need to file a paper tax return. And if you do, you know, make certain that you send it to the IRS using a certified document from the mailing office, wherever you're going to mail it out and have proof because they are totally behind. But if you can avoid it, please do so file electronically because again, it's only going to take about 21 days for the IRS to process an e-file tax return, whereas for a paper tax return, it can take months at this time. So you want to be really, really careful about filing paper versus e-filing this tax fee. Okay. What about uh, filing an extension? Now, this is an interesting question because the person who asked this said, 
Um, if I file an extension, will that give me a longer time to actually pay my taxes? Right. So filing an extension does not extend the time to pay. It only extends the time to file. So on April 18th, which the deadline is different this year, you have a few extra days. You're expected by the IRS to send in the amount of taxes that you owe on that date. And then they're waiting for your tax return in October. So it doesn't extend the time to pay. It only extends the time to file. All right. So pay up front and then get that return in as soon as you can. That's correct. Yes. Now we are hearing about some tax scams online. Um, Kimberly, what should we be looking for, watching for, maybe just kind of put our guard up around these online scams when it comes to taxes? Right. Just be careful, especially who you share your information with, especially if you're using a third party tax preparer. Find out, of course, how long they've been in the business what type of security measures they have in place. Those are very important information because again, they're gonna have your social security numbers, maybe your driver's license, your W-2s, all of this important information. So that's the first step. The second thing that you wanna do is you can also request a PIN from the IRS. So if you feel as though that maybe you've been a victim, of course, of identity theft, or maybe someone has your information that should not, or maybe someone's trying to file in your name, you can request this PIN and once you file, or if anyone tries to file in your name, they would need that PIN in order to submit the tax return. Uh-huh. So those are some ways that you can protect yourself right now. Because the thing of the matter is that if someone files a tax return in your name, they may receive that refund. It's going to take you a long time before you can actually clear things up and get a refund back into your name. Okay. Just that extra level of security is a good idea. Okay. Um, You know, when it comes to all of this, (laughs) what is the bottom line when we're talking about taxes? Well, this year, I think more than any other year, it's a good time to kind of partner with a tax preparer. Um, Even if you can't afford to, keep in mind, you can reach out to the IRS, go to irs.gov. You can find free resources in your area to have your taxes prepared for free. It's called the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program. There's so many different rules this year that have changed. You just want to make, stay, make sure rather that you stay on top of it. So that's why it's a good idea to partner with someone concerning it. Okay. Wow. So much good information, good advice. And I want to mention, I talked to uh, Kimberly about taxes. We had a, a very basic but really thorough conversation about a month ago. And uh, you can find that episode and listen to it along with this one. Just go back to Pennywise Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, and you can find that episode. Kimberly, I learned so much from you every time we talk taxes. So thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time always. Oh, you too. Kimberly Washington, tax expert with Forbes Advisor. And you've been listening to a new edition of the Pennywise Podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr. Thank you for listening.